This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Great holiday weekend. We're safe. You know, Memorial Day rolls around. It's typically hot. A lot of people at the creek, the lake, their pool. There wasn't a whole lot of swimming on on Saturday to start the weekend, though. When the high was like 55, maybe 60 at the most. It was extremely chilly. So, but... The dog days of summer are coming up. Um, And another thing that uh, Memorial Day um, signifies is um, that we honor those who paid the ultimate price. Hope uh, hope you didn't forget that. It also signifies the end of another year of high school athletics. And what a year it was here in Rutherford County. shaky start obviously COVID-19 dominated the scene um for a while it looked like football wouldn't start till September if at all uh the TSSAA and other powers that be in their respective counties um it's okay we're gonna try this we're going to try to play football. And, um, well, it worked out. Um, everybody in this county was affected, football-wise, in some regards by COVID, except Eagleville. None of their opponents nor themselves uh, had any cases. You know, Blackman had to miss a game um rockville missed its last two siegel missed a game um oakland had opponents with it i mean everybody did you know certainly some stewart's creek smyrna laverne um their teams didn't start playing until late in the year memphis didn't even play at all so the covid was a factor um, but um, from the knocking on wood and 
doing what they were supposed to. They were able to get the season in. We had champions. We had championships, and Oakland won it all. Second title at Oakland for Coach Kevin Creasy. So we were kind of off and running. Um, golf, we had um exceptional year. Had Chumley and Garland from Oakland. Finished third and fifth in the state. Brett Chumley and um, Jake Garland. Um, we had the two girls, Purdue and Johnson from PCA. Uh, led their team to a third place finish. They also finished in the top ten. And they were a eighth grader and a sophomore so we had a good run in in um um softball i mean um golf we had a good run in soccer Stewart's creek making the tournament for the first time um not the first time second time in a row unfortunately falling in the first round to the eventual champion so we came out pretty good in the fall, then the winter starts, and you know the COVID is still uh, dominating things. And um, we had Blackman um, quarantined twice. Uh, certainly, the girls' program. Maybe uh, Riverdale was quarantined. A lot of quarantining going on. Um, I, I thought they'd do good to get half their se- season in. And that was just like their district season where they would be able to, you know, seed everybody and have the postseason tournament. Well, lo and behold, they got them all in. It took a lot of rescheduling, uh, but the tournaments went off. They were at, instead of, have them at one site. They were at home sites. And Blackman's girls emerged from that in as one of the final eight teams. Made it to the state. Not only made it, they won it. So another champion from Rutherford County was crowned. Wrestling, we had several um, medalists and first place winners. I think we had four or five overall. Included White and Macklemore, um, who went back to back. I think he won in the 160 pound class the year before and then the 170 this past season. So we had a, we had a great run in wrestling. Then we get to spring sports. Looking pretty good. Never heard much. I never heard much about um, co-ed. I mean, um, COVID in the spring. Everything went as scheduled, minus you know rain or whatnot. Um, had a great baseball race between Seward's Creek Seagull. Oakland and Riverdale. 
Ultimately, it came down to um, Siegel winning it and Stewart's Creek finishing runner-up. Riverdale actually had the best record in the regular season. So it tells you how competitive uh, our county was in um, baseball. Softball, totally dominated by Siegel. They only lost one regular season game. They stormed right through everything, making the state tournament. Soccer, Oakland didn't lose a game. They had three ties. They go to the state tournament. We had several outstanding track performers make it to spring playing. Uh, we had Central Magnets um, boys team making it to the uh, state uh, tennis championships. So, and of course, we culminated all this last week at Spring Fling. And um, we did not have a team champion this year in the spring, but we had a lot of um, outstanding performances. And then those uh, we will go over after we take a break. You are listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Restaurants. We have a club steak, and the club steak can be cooked to any flavor that you want. It is the club steak, it's a seven ounce piece of steak, and we named it that way because it looks like and it has the shape of a golf club. We have a low calorie menu and a low carb menu. So depending on whatever diet that you like, we have options for you that are available at Demas's. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week at Demas's. In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money, and you're not spending down your principal. That's the way we do it at Retirement Income Solutions. So if you're spending down your principal or your money's not making money, keeping you ahead of inflation, check us out today at risolutions.net, risolutions.net, and make sure to join us Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at one for Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Hello there, this is Lenny Farmer once again for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Moms and dads, I have something you need to know about your kids. They won't bring up the issue of funeral plans because they feel it will make you uncomfortable and consider it your business. Although they might hope you would take care of these sensitive issues on their behalf, they'll leave that up to you. So, what do you say? Can we talk? Call me at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850. 
and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. We've kind of been recapping the 2020-21 athletic calendar here in Rutherford County. You know, I think we had six teams total go into Spring Fling. And I'll be honest with you, the one I thought would be probably the first one out ended up being the one that stayed the longest. Eagleville softball team, which had never got out of the district before, starting four eighth graders, two of which are quite incredible. They finished runner-up to Summertown at Spring Fling last week. They got their feet wet and beat Union City. Then they um, lost to Summertown. They had to go down to the loser's bracket. Uh, won two games in one day, beating um, Halls and um, uh, North Green. And then they faced Huntland. There. Um, Huntland lost in the winner's bracket finals to Summertown. And then Eagleville had to play Huntland, a team that had really clobbered it, the pr- clobbered them. The previous two, but Eagleville wins 5-1. They make the state championship game, and where they lost three to nothing. Uh, it was kind of funny. In one of the stories we did in the post from Coach um, Bridget Elmore, she said, "It hasn't hit me that we lost a state championship. I'm still in awe of being in a state championship." The two losses we took this week from Summertown, and they're a great team. So, you never know what's going to happen. In team sports, a team gets hot. And Eagleville certainly fell into that category and went on and um, had a great run. I've got them a runner-up trophy, and certainly... The future looks bright if they keep the team together. Okay, Seagulls baseball team. They opened up by beating Beach 2-1, to one, a well-pitched game. The nephew kid from Seagull, Seagull pitched well. They lost one to nothing to Science Hill. I don't know how to put this. There was a call in the game that was pretty brutal. Um, there was no score, first and third for Science Hill. Uh, the pitcher, Jack Nedro, um, backs off the mound, fakes a throw to first, then looks over to third, and the first pace umpire called it a uh, balk. Coach Craig Revis vehemently dis- um, discussed the call. Um, it was a bad call. 
you don't make that call. I mean, it was a bad call. Um, even the Science Hill coach reportedly said, nobody wants to win a game that way. It was too good of a game. Uh, that run stood up. It was a one-to-nothing final. And that dropped Siegel to the loser's bracket. Um, but, you know, Siegel had a runner at third, no out in the bottom of the seventh and couldn't score. So, you know, they didn't do their job at the plate. And really, of late, Siegel's not hit the ball. I mean, their pitching has just been unbelievable. Um, they did go on and uh, beat Brighton 11-3 to in the elimination game. And then they got beat 4-1 to by Science Hill in the uh, finals of their bracket. And Science Hill went on to win the uh, the whole thing, undefeating um, Hardin County in the finals. So, um, Siegel basically tied for third and had a great season. If you make it to the state tournament, you've had a great season. You know, um, nobody's – only one team leaves happy. But, you know, I, I think Eagle's team was happy when they left and you know Siegel disappointed but still proud of what they accomplished this year which is quite a lot um Siegel softball you gotta think going into this tournament they're favored to win it and you know the bats they come and go unfortunately for Siegel theirs went they lost their first game to Dyer County. They beat Daniel Boone in nine innings. And then they lost to uh, Coffee County, a team that they crushed uh, in the region tournament finals. Coffee County went on to go pretty deep. Uh, Knoxville Farragut walked away with the gold ball. Central Magnets tennis team, uh, they finished third in the state. They fell four to two to Ravenwood. Ravenwood went on to win the state. Um, so they had a fine season. And track, it's pretty phenomenal. Rockvale's Amani Sharif, um, Won the state championship in the long jump. Jump. She was third in the high jump and fourth in the pentathlon. While she was competing in the long jump, it ran a little long, and they called her to go compete in the high jump, which was on the exact opposite. It was on the total opposite side side of Rockville Stadium. Uh, the Championships were held at Rockvale because of um, MTSU has, you know, seating limitations uh, with the, with COVID. So she's going back and forth competing in two events. Um, she goes, when she went back, she foot faulted twice and then jumped, I don't know, 17.5. But her first jump of the day was 18.7.5, which was good enough 
pretty easily to win the um, state championship. And then she ended up taking third in the um, high jump. Um, We had a couple other medals. Amira Doss of Stewart's Creek, eighth in the triple jump, earned all state honors. Uh, Central Magnets, Samantha Allulet, seventh in the 1600 meters and eighth in the 800 meters. On the boys' side, Timothy Alexander Stewart's Creek was seventh in the pole vault. Taylor Akins of Siegel was seventh in the high jump. Corey Greason was fourth in the discus. Um, from Central. Uh, Jacob Tharp from Rockvale was third in the 100-meter hurdles. Greg Bush was fourth from Laverne in the 300 meters. And Caleb Barrett of Siegel was eighth in the 3,200-meter run. Team standings, Rockvale finished 12th in the girls and boys uh, 28th. So they were the top two team finishers in the county. So there we are. Um, Another year in the books. Hopefully uh, this fall um, we won't be having COVID issues. It's still out there, but people are getting their vaccinations. I do think we are back to a a pretty normal state. Um, And we're pretty fortunate. All these athletes should feel fortunate because last year, um, you know, the pandemic hit during the TSSAA basketball tournaments that were canceled. Um, And uh, the entire spring sports were wiped out. One other team I failed to mention that had a great season with Siegel basketball. Uh, they made it to the state tournament. It was kind of four years in the making. That group had been together a long time. They got better every year and went to the state. Now they kind of lost in the shuffle amidst the, the spring playing was Siegel boys coach Dyron Birdwell, who led the Stars, to the state is left creating an opening there where did he go he went to Oakland so the Seagull people aren't happy about it um why'd he go to Oakland well told me he saw a great opportunity there to further his career um, he pointed to the success that their football team has had, the tradition that the basketball team has had, going back to Dickie Thomas and Randy King and, you know, most recently Mike Wright and Troy Bond, who went to Brentwood. However, rarely do you see a coach jumping from one school to another that is their arch rival. And make no mistake, Oakland Seagull don't like each other. Now, they they may have friends on that team 
but you want to beat your friend. You don't want to lose. And then those are major um, bragging rights at stake for the year. And it was kind of a surprise. Some have said Seagulls, you know, their talent pool may have gone a little dry now, losing all that great talent they had. It was a good time for him to get out. He addressed that. Says, you know, I'm sure some people are going to say I'm chasing athletes. No, he says, I just, it's a challenge I want. It's been a, a great program. So is Siegel. You know, Ben Donson, shoot, took him to the state six or seven times. So, um, anyway, that'll be something to follow next year when we do get back to basketball. Uh, that'll be a hell of a storyline because uh, rarely do you see that happen, uh, a coach going over to the rival. But it has happened, and uh, it'll be certainly worth following uh, when basketball rolls around in um, November. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Did you know I can make noise with my left eye? I I, I was trying to get it on the microphone. Oh, you did. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 
390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Chip, what's up today? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk track and field. Middle Tennessee's track and field team concluded competition at the NCAA East Preliminary on Saturday. Esther Issa advanced to the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships in the women's high jump. This qualification brought the Blue Raiders total to two event qualifiers, over the weekend, in the jumps, in the women's high jump, Esther Issa used a leap of 1.82 meters to punch her ticket to the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships in Eugene, Oregon. Akira Benton notched a 12.32 mark, and Issa jumped 12.12 in the women's long jump to conclude their day in the sprints. OB ended her day with a time of 23.49 in the women's 200 meters. In the relay team, the uh, 4x100 team ran a 46-second flat to uh, end their day. The uh, Again, but congratulations on the women's side to Esther Issa, who is advancing to the NCAA Outdoor Championships in the long jump. On the men's side, Keegan Chimati punched his ticket to the outdoor championships in Eugene, Oregon in the 3,000-meter steeplechase on Friday. That was uh, down in the same East Regional in Jacksonville, Florida. In his second trip to that regional in the 3,000-meter steeplechase, Chimati qualified for the NCAA championships crossing the finish line at 8 minutes, 37.93 seconds. This will be the second straight year that Chimati has qualified for the NCAA Outdoor Championships in the 3,000-meter steeplechase. He finished third overall in the 2019 uh, championships in this event. He also currently holds the outdoor school record in this event. Also, uh, others wrapped up a successful uh, – it was uh, – uh, Air Hire Omawi uh, wrapped up a successful freshman season with a 2.16-meter jump in the men's high jump. So those are the two competitors left for middle uh, in, the, in, the, in the athletic season. Uh, is track and field, one woman, one man, both heading to Eugene, Oregon. We'll give you an update on them later in the week. In baseball, Middle Tennessee's team fell to Florida Atlantic in a high-scoring game on Friday, 14 to 8. That game featured 35 hits and seven home runs combined by the teams. Middle finishes the year 24 29 and 1, and in Conference USA, they were 12 19 and 1. The Blue Raiders had six players with multi hit games and a three run lead heading into the bottom of the seventh inning, but the Owls just too much. Their offense struck for nine unanswered runs over the final two innings. Uh, FAU uh, went on to lose in their next round in the uh, loser's bracket. 
but uh, Middle Tennessee finishing their baseball season. But Conference USA still has things going. The uh, uh, the league received four bids to the 2021 NCAA Baseball Championships. That came from the Division One Committee uh, at 11 a.m. on Monday. In Louisiana Tech will be hosting a regional. They are the number one seed with NC State, Alabama, and Ryder. Old Dominion is the number one seed in the Columbia, South Carolina regional. That's a little fishy that South Carolina hosts the regional and not Old Dominion. But Old Dominion, number one, South Carolina, number two, Virginia, number three, Jacksonville, number four. Southern Miss is the number two seed in the Oxford regional behind Ole Miss and also with Florida State in Southeast Missouri and the Greenville Regional hosted by East Carolina. Charlotte is the two seed behind ECU and ahead of Maryland and Norfolk State. All right, that's it for this Tuesday. I know it feels like a Monday, but yep, it's Tuesday. We'll have another report tomorrow. All righty, Chip. We appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Inside Report. Brought each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert, Ruckert and REI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassisted.com. Assistedliving.com. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All right, let's see here. MTSU baseball, it's over. The Blue Raiders did pull a big upset in the tournament. Uh, they beat top-seeded um, Charlotte 7-2. MTSU, another great start from Aaron Brown. There's 20, there's 20 rounds in the draft. i got to feel like Mr. Brown... Has probably pitched his last game. Could be wrong. Be nice to have him back. But I think he'll probably get drafted. Although there was a bunch of players that were going to be drafted last year that didn't. And there's fewer minor league teams from due to COVID. So we shall see. But uh, the Blue Raiders um, then lost to 
FAU, Old Dominion, and FAU. Um, find my sheet here. Conference USA. Four teams in the tournament. And get this. Louisiana Tech and Old Dominion are both number one seeds in regional play coming up. Southern Miss is a two, and Charlotte's a two. That tells you how strong this league was. Uh, Tennessee, which finished runner-up in the tournament to Arkansas over the weekend, they host the Knoxville region, and uh, Vanderbilt will host the um, Nashville region. Interesting, UT opens up against four-seeded Wright State, Probably one of the better four seeds out there. 35 and 11. Of course, they played pretty much all conference games. I think they went 28 and 4 in their conference. And they've won about, I want to say, 14 and 15 games. I know they've got seven hitters hitting 330 or better. So that could be a could be a challenge for Tennessee. Also in there is Duke and Liberty. Duke's the two seed, Liberty's the three. Is it just me or is Liberty just good in everything? You know, their football team was really good. Uh, their basketball team was really good. Their softball team was really good. Their baseball team's really good. Their Liberty's good in everything. Tells you what happens when you have money. You make a commitment to athletics. All righty, Vanderbilt. Um, they will host um, Georgia Tech, Indiana State, and Presbyterian. Vanderbilt plays Presbyterian. Where Coach Tim Corden, Corbin got his um, coaching career going at Presbyterian. The nickname, they're the Blue Hose. H-O-S-E. Georgia Tech and Indiana State will play. All right, let's see. Conference USA teams. Uh, the Columbia Regional. Hosted by South Carolina. South Carolina is the two seed. They host number three, Virginia. The number one seed is Old Dominion. They host Jacksonville, which is 16-32. and 32, But they won their tournament. In the Greenville region, hosted by East Carolina. Carolina is the number one seed. You got Norfolk State, number four. Charlotte, number two, against Maryland in the opening round. Uh, Louisiana Tech is the number one seed. They will host the regional. They'll face uh, number four rider. And this is a really good region. And the number two seed is North Carolina State. will face number three, Alabama. So Louisiana Tech at home uh, with a chance to um, advance to a super regional. All right, let's see. 
think that about covers the baseball. You got most of your typical teams that are always in there. Mississippi State's a, a one seed. Texas Tech, um, Arizona, Texas, Arkansas, Florida is a one seed. East Carolina, we mentioned them. Ole Miss is a one seed. Notre Dame's a one seed. And Stanford's a one seed. So all that will get going this week. And uh, should be very interesting. All right. Got the Braves coming up here soon. And Marcel Ozuna. What you thinking? He's got a cast on his hand from an injury he suffered. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. Of course, he typically bats third for the Braves. Well, he's arrested for domestic assault witnessed by police where I guess his wife or uh, I don't know who called the police, but uh, he choked her and threw her up against the wall, also hit her with the cast, reportedly. Uh, choking in the state of Georgia, by the way, in a domestic situation, calls for a minimum of one year in prison. I don't know if that will happen. Charges will get reduced or, or whatever. But that being said, I believe... Uh, the Braves and their fans have seen the last of Marcel Azuna, and if all that's true, uh, that should be the case. What is going on in the NBA with fans? Had a Boston fan, threw a ball at Kyrie Irving. If I was a Boston fan, I wouldn't like Kyrie Irving anyway. I'm not perfect particularly fond of him myself. He's a great player. But you can't be throwing a bottle at him. Um, Westbrook for Washington. Got those pores popcorn on him. Trey Young gets spit up on uh, by fans in New York. Fans abuse John Morant's parents verbally. A fan last night runs out into the court in the Wizards' Sixers game. He gets his um, minute of fame on um, ESPN. I tell you, remember a few years ago, World B, whatever his name, was Ron Artest then. Might threw a coke on him or something, and a pandemonium broke loose. Fans are coming on the court, getting punched. And I always wondered. I can't remember if it was Stephen Jackson, whoever just decked a guy, but the guy's coming at him. He got suspended like I don't know, a bunch of games, thirty, forty games. You know, you got the right to to defend yourself and the trend is I don't know what people have been cooped up and just think they're 
they pay their ticket they can go act like a fool it just don't work that way but you're getting close to it's going to be a major problem and these guys don't mind mixing it up you know it's one thing to go in there and heckle somebody you know nice airball buddy how are you even playing in this league much starting much less starting stuff like that that's friendly banner but you start throwing objects at people and coming under the court no that's not going to work we'll take a break and be right back If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You had a day off in... Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Mr. Haney. Here on News Radio, WGNS. We do it your way. Sir Pizza. You can order Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. You've seen the ads out there. Companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Okay, let's see. Let me work a little college football in here. Uh, CBS Network has um, uh, released its upcoming schedule uh, for the fall. Um MTSU uh, will appear a couple times. Uh, Friday, um, September 24 at 6.30 at Charlotte. And Friday, October 22nd, 6 p.m. at Connecticut. I wish these networks would get away from showing Friday night football. I mean, Friday, you know, Friday night is about high school football. You know, the Thursday night, you know, that's kind of fun. Get you get you ready for the weekend, but um, I just wish they wouldn't do it. They've yet to ask me the, my opinion, though. Okay, um, the first week game is uh, September 3rd, Friday. Duke at Charlotte. Uh, September 11th, Western Kentucky at Army. 
and Houston at Rice. September 18th, SMU at Louisiana Tech. Saturday the 25th, Indiana at Western Kentucky. October 2nd, Liberty at UAB. MTSU plays at Liberty this year. It could be brutal if the Blue Raiders aren't a lot better. Uh, October 8th, Charlotte at FIU, the 15th. Um, Marshall at North Texas. Uh, October 21st, FAU at Charlotte. October 30th, La Tech at Old Dominion. Uh, November 6th, uh, Louisiana Tech at UAB. Uh, 13th of November, UAB at Marshall. Uh, Friday, another Friday game, November 19th. Southern Miss at La Tech. And on Saturday, November 27th, Western Kentucky at Marshall. Uh, CBS Sports Network also will televise the Conference USA Championship game. So MTSU only on twice this year. It seemed like all of Charlotte's games are on there. They're, they're digging in some Charlotte. Um... That could be good or bad, only being on TV a couple times. Um, you would hope it would help attendance, but really attendance is going to come down to one thing. Well, well let's kind of backtrack. They're not going to sell the place out ever, evidently. Couldn't do it against BYU. Couldn't do it against Mississippi State. Um, but the the overall factor in all this is win games and that's and that that doesn't cure the attendance issue either there's just so many games on tv there's so many sec fans and you know every saturday at three o'clock and another time at seven o'clock once a year you're going to have two of the best teams in the country playing each other on CBS. So, I think TV's more the battle than, you know, just UT Knoxville or, you know, Vanderbilt's not even into the equation. You know, and just, there's Georgia fans here, there's Auburn fans here, there's certainly Alabama fans, a lot of bandwagon Alabama fans. I'm not saying that they're all like that, but uh, you see a lot more Bama than you used to, you know, a decade or so ago. But anyway, the upcoming season, we'll talk, certainly talk Blue Raider football throughout the summer. Um, you know, some buddy of mine says, after July 4th weekend, it's football time. So we're not that far from that. About to hit June tomorrow. And so um, high schools will be doing some work. There is a dead period in there for a couple weeks that uh, they're not allowed on school property. And coaches aren't allowed to contact them. So typically when the coaches take their vacations with their families. But... Um, We'll talk about middle. 
Um, you know, there's issues um, at quarterback. Who's going to be the quarterback? Who's going to be in the backfield? Um, who's going to step up defensively at linebacker in the secondary? So there's a lot of a lot of question marks for the Blue Raiders. Where will they be picked to finish? Who knows? That doesn't always matter. But I think, you know, you certainly at least like middle to be in at least the upper echelon of their division competing for a bowl game. Because let's face it, if you don't go to a bowl game, you've had a disappointing year. I mean, there's enough of them to go around. If you have, you know, you win seven games or even six in some cases. You know, middle's got a tough schedule. Just their division's tough. Um, They've got Liberty on the road. They've got Virginia Tech on the road. They've got UConn on the road. So, you know, two of them, those, they're underdogs, certainly, to Virginia Tech and Liberty. They open with Monmouth. Uh, That's, you know, your free win. And then UConn is probably, at this point, you would say probably a toss-up, maybe UConn a slightly favored. I don't know what that, you know, what that line would be. And, you know, I bring up the lines because the, 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 the Vegas numbers are usually very, very close. Um, it's uncanny how close they get, it's particularly as the season goes on. But anyway, we will talk about that and lots of other things throughout the summer. Got Atlanta Braves baseball coming up. Appreciate everybody listening today. Have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.